welcome back to What's the Mish? I was going to say the episode number, but now I can't I remember. Don't even know. Just yeah. we're, we're up there. We're really we're up there. We're veterans now. We're old. We are. Up. I feel really old. <laughs> well, hi, everybody, all our listeners. I missed you all, especially my friend I Jacob. Am back. Jacob is back. I'm wow. happy you are here, even I though <laughs> Audrey was also really cool. Yeah. But what a good what a good episode i know i love that one that love was super it. fun to edit like i i loved you know taking out all my likes and ums again as always there's a <laughs> here we have That's a cool real. announcement this um here we go in the beginning the first announcement it's audrey's birthday Woo, i don't birthday. jacob did you listen through the whole thing because, Dude, your whole episode yeah because i really took a dig at her she was like oh that's the same date as my birthday and i said oh if anyone cares I don't know why Ooh. I said that. It just like kind of came Some out. CSG podcast drama. But I really <laughs> care, Audrey, and that's not sarcasm. <laughs> even though it really, I need to stop talking. Like I'm always being sarcastic. Audrey, Ooh. happy birthday! Happy birthday! Absolutely. I have a problem with sarcasm. Sorry to yeah, change the, no, the, not the, the topic all. so fast, but always. literally people cannot tell, and I kind of feel bad about it. But it's like that's just my humor. That's yeah. where I'm at. Oh, I have a friend that always like whenever I text, I'll sometimes be like, "Oh my god, that's so great!" And she goes, <laughs> "He's not sarcasm." Like you better not be messing with me right now. And I'm like, it's not. I care. <laughs> but yes, Audrey, happy birthday. I think it's her 20. Yeah, she said it was her 20. 20 the big two zero. Yeah, we were two like, decades. wow, you made it. Like, <laughs> you really just survived all that. Time for that midlife crisis. I Love know. It. Literally, I'm having mine at 19. And it's supposed to be like at 45 or whatever. But yes, it is um, Audrey's birthday today. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, she is ha She's luckily not up here with us. I luckily, mean, it is brutally cold on North Campus. So cold. Um, but I don't know about you. If it was my birthday, I would love to be here. Absolutely. I mean, sh the podcast is above everything. Yeah, so it's basically um, birthday doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Not like it doesn't matter if it's Christmas or like your birthday or whatever. Your my birthday's coming up and I have meetings all day. Really? That day, well, you so better you honestly just come birthday up to North doesn't Campus. Matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter I'm if it's a Friday. <laughs> well, today we have a really special episode. It's with Maya Goldman. She is the editor-in-chief of the Michigan Daily. Wow, we didn't even coordinate that. That was we're, so good. We're in sync right now. Guys, we were dancing too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we, we pulled out a little bit of dance moves. This is already a good episode, I know. It's already, already such a good episode. Okay, Jacob, I was thinking about this when I was in the bathroom. Yes. Just now, like yes. five minutes ago. Yes. I was thinking we should do a really quick fun question because okay. sometimes in the midst of stress we forget that it's important to be thankful for the things that are going on it's ev even though you have like a bunch of craziness happening i'm with you so what are two things that are you're really really thankful for this week okay so i know that we just talked about this question but i still don't have my answers so if you want to yes i'll go first okay see if i can draw some inspiration so my first thing is that i'm really thankful for touch-free handles on the bathroom doors real yeah uh, oh my god because i was thinking about it and like sometimes I see people leave without washing their hands. And it's like that's icky. You know what I'm saying? They do that. I don't I don't know why. Yikes. But they do that. So I'm really thankful for those. And then the second thing that I'm really thankful for that I was thinking about earlier because I went to a coffee shop and then they had like all their straws and like mm. all the paper cups and or the plastic cups and I was thinking about how much we're killing our world and I'm really <laughs> thankful for metal straws and yes. also environmentally friendly and sustainable initiatives that a lot of smart people are coming up with. So glad for that because it's alarming. I don't know how people aren't scared. Like they're telling us the world is literally going to change in, in irreparably. And it's like, mm -hmm. people are like, oh, 
<laughs> okay. Joke and it's like this is not supposed to be like a stab at anyone or anything. <laughs> I'm just confused. Not making a statement here. <laughs> because um, I learned the difference between uh climate and Ooh. weather when okay. I was actually in middle school. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. just because the weather's really really <laughs> cold now, it doesn't mean that the climate is not changing overall. All right. So I'm, I'm just. With <laughs> you. I'm I'm here. It doesn't mean that it's not getting warmer. <laughs> it's just cold now. There's a difference. But in the midst of all this stress yes midst of all of it i'm gonna throw out yes what are you thankful for things um so i'm grateful for the two days off Ooh, yes me too although it wasn't two days off for everyone shout Mm -hmm. out to the workers that you know had to work and come into their job that's very difficult luckily for me Mm -hmm. i was able to stay indoors enjoy my room and recuperate a little bit because i Mm -hmm. was a little behind on work because i went to a conference this past weekend yada 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 now we're here mm-hmm. but yeah i was able to catch up very nice very good um and the other thing i'm grateful for is just friends you know yeah i've been having a good time i've been catching up with some people you know reconnecting because yeah. i feel like i haven't really like had the time to see people recently so it's nice i like sat down with a friend today i've been texting some friends that i haven't talked to in a while Aww. you know sort of just like you know making the rounds and making sure that i'm Jacob. putting effort in. <laughs> every so time wholesome, wholesome. yeah honestly so wholesome <laughs> just a heads up to everyone sorry we'll get into announcements really quick <laughs> i just love to talk love the intro um part. the every time jacob texts me i literally am like <gasps> like my heart's great <gasps> because he texts with so many like smiley faces and exclamation points like how are you doing like i really I try to like emote in my you really text. do like yeah. i really like it. i really appreciate it bring that energy the light yeah in. like sometimes i don't even mean to but i'm like what are you doing like not even like hey what <laughs> are you doing i love that little the little sm- i don't know how you do the little smiley oh the face, little smiley faces everyone loves that everyone yeah. comments on that um but anyways <laughs> all right so into what you've all been waiting for yeah, csg p- announcements always so okay start it off on january 30th CSG President Dana Green signed Executive Order 8-013, changing the name of the Food Insecurity and Housing Affordability Task Force to the Michigan Affordability Task Force to better reflect the range of affordability issues that students face. And while while most notable barriers regard food insecurity and housing, uh, the CSG executive team wants to reflect that other barriers like cost of textbooks, transportation, and healthcare are also financial burdens to students. Ooh, I love that. So this task task force chaired by lauren shandeville i think she was a guest yeah she was a guest i wasn't here that weekend but she seemed very cool yeah they meet (laughs) weekly on thursdays from 5 to 6 p.m in csg offices room 2450 of north quad and it's open to any students who may be interested in working on ongoing projects no csg experience is necessary and just a quick shout out to Lauren. She has a lot of good stuff going on. I've heard literally only good things. So please check it out. Please, please learn how out. to make, learn, teach, become Get interested involved. in how to make yeah. this campus more affordable because we, we all need it. Um, another event plug. So this is a weekly event that I have personally love. Ooh. I love this one. So all students, faculty, professors, lecturers, grad students, and other members of the UM community mm-hmm. are welcome to come have coffee and snacks and practice their Spanish with fellow learners and speakers at Tertulia, mm-hmm. a Spanish coffee and conversation hour. All levels are invited. And this is for real. Wait, like, that's amazing. It's Have you How never heard of this? this? Well, let me give you the deets. Okay, so all go. levels are invited. So whether you are interested in learning Spanish or just 
improving your Spanish or practicing your Spanish or just want to come and just get some snacks and just network and talk to people, right. please join us every Friday, 10 to 11 a.m., Fourth Floor Commons in MLB. This is an excellent opportunity for those returning from or preparing for study abroad programs. So this has the stamp of approval. Miriam's yeah. Miriam's personal endorsement. Miriam loves this. All right. She loves this. Like Any. it's it's honestly <laughs> so fun. I went for the Dia de los Muertos. They had like oh, a little yeah, event yeah, yeah, yeah. and they had um what's that pond they call is it pan de leche? Like Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they had the, that. The, yeah, the bread. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they had like coffee and lots of crafts. It was really fun. Yeah, I would definitely check it out. Um, another announcement that's coming up is that the Mental Health Task Force is a commission within CSG that implements positive change on campus regarding campus resources and climate. So this task force task force actually already meets on Mondays from 8 to 9 p.m. in room G160 in Angel Hall. There are so many task force and like commissions and stuff like mm-hmm. all of them don't take any CSG experience. Like we said, go to them. They meet weekly. There's a schedule online somewhere, probably on the Facebook page. I would most definitely check it out and get involved. On this week's episode of What's the Mish, we're so excited to welcome Editor-in-Chief of the Michigan Daily, Maya Goldman. Maya became the Michigan Daily's new Editor-in-Chief this January. A junior studying anthropology with a minor in writing, Maya started as a news reporter at the Daily and also served as a news editor before stepping into her new role. How are you doing, Maya? I'm good. Thank Woo. you so much for having me. Wow. Very it is excited. great to have you here. Um, I guess... We can just jump right in. Yeah, let's yeah, do it. Let's honestly, do it. let's cut to the chase. <laughs> <laughs> lots of hard hitting questions, lots of curveballs. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so, what's your what outside of the daily? We're gonna we're gonna learn a little bit about Maya. Yeah. What's your coursework like through the semester? Well, because being editor in chief is like a full time job. Right. Um, I'm taking a very light course load, so I'm only taking nine credits. Okay. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what we need. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should be doing <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Honestly, it's like a whole new world now that I'm only taking nine. Um, yeah, but I'm taking two anthropology classes and art of the essay. Nice. Just an English class for mm-hmm. my minor. That's kind of perfect. I feel like because you like you said, it, I feel like it's really hard to try and manage like full time student, full time editor in chief. I would just get all of that mixed up. So I think it's good to kind of like take a step back and, and find a good balance. Absolutely. Yeah. It's really been necessary. Yeah. Most well, actually, I want to learn a little bit more about Well, this feels like a very first date. <laughs> like, tell me about yourself. Well, I, I just really want to know, like, so what do you do outside of the daily? now not much okay. <laughs> do, you, do you have time <laughs> for such a thing <laughs> i'm i'm at the daily um sunday night through thursday night wow from 6 p.m to when we put the paper to bed which is usually like 1 i know that's what i heard i heard it's like yeah. the wee hours of yeah. the morning. <laughs> <laughs> um but i love it so that's yeah. good um wow. before i stepped into this role i did a lot of like other things around campus too i was pretty involved with model united nations Mm -hmm. for my freshman and sophomore year um i'm do i do wolverine support network started last semester it's pretty cool Mm -hmm. um yeah just like other things around campus and my (laughs) when i was deciding whether i wanted to be editor-in-chief or not my thing was like well there's so many things on campus that i still want to do but then i thought about how I've been saying that for the past three years, and then I just pick up more responsibility at the daily. So it <laughs> seemed like the natural progression of things. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so, yeah, sort of like what you said and what was in the bio, you've been working with the Michigan Daily for a couple of years now in a yeah. lot of different roles. Um, how would you describe the importance of an independent student paper on campus? 
It's so important. Um, because so the name like the independent part means that we are totally separate from the university. We're not a student organization, mm -hmm. okay. so we don't get any funding from the university, which oh, means wow. that we have to make all of our own money to oh. make a paper, which is different from a lot of student yeah. orgs on That's campus. So definitely. Um, but it also means that the university has no like say over what we publish, right. so we can. I mean, obviously, we still try to be responsible whenever you want, but they don't have any say. So we can really be the ones to hold the university accountable. And mm -hmm. since we're also the only daily print publication in Washtenaw County now, because really? a lot wow. of other news organizations have closed. So oh, yeah, I heard that, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So no one else is really like keeping an eye on the university or really even Ann Arbor city government. Right. And so we're able to be those watchdogs, which is really cool. And so, like, now I'm just curious because obviously the day is a huge operation. You guys have so many, like, you know, it's like sports and local politics and yeah. just casual student news, whatever it might be. Like, how do you keep track of all those moving pieces and parts? It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> I, my thing now is, like, if I don't write something down, I completely <laughs> gone. It, mm -hmm. out of my head immediately. That's exactly how I am. Yeah. But I also think I have, like, mild amnesia <laughs> all the Short -term time. Memory but loss. it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but it, I'm really, like, now that I've been in this role for almost a month, I'm getting used to like managing all the different parts, right. but it's definitely an adjustment. It's yeah. like a big leap from what I was doing. So previously. what does your day to day look like? So like walk me through your <laughs> hourly schedule. I want to know just sure. how big the calendar Um, <laughs> So I, I wake up, I sleep in now. I used to be like morning person for sure. Oh wake goodness. up at like 8 a.m. <laughs> every day. Yeah. Wow. Now I'm like sleeping till 1030 every single day. <laughs> um, so I wake up and then I'll like eat breakfast, um, go to class. My classes don't start until 1130 any day. Oh, and then perfect. on Tuesdays, oh. not until one. So wow. that's pretty nice. Yeah. And then I usually sometimes I come back um, home between class and when I go to the daily other times I just like when I leave the house I am gone for the rest of the day wow. um but if I come back I'll come back and like make dinner and see my roommates um but they're all really busy too yeah. so it's like yeah. hard to coordinate as I'm sure you guys all know <sighs> and then and I'll try to do homework right. during the day too because I like some people can get work done at the daily but mm. I just get so distracted because yeah. there's so much going on yeah. which I love but so if our listeners are wondering, this is a full-time 24-hour <laughs> yeah, job. Like, it wow. Is. That is something. And yeah. I feel like it's it would be too hard to separate sort of like that work from academic work. I feel like if I was in that position, I would just be so locked into whatever the paper is doing that I would yeah. not be able to remove myself. So I definitely understand that. Like yeah. there are some situations, not so much for me because I don't have like two full-time jobs but um <laughs> like when i'm relaxing or something like if i try to do work in my room it almost never works i'll yeah. just end up just ditching whatever the work is and totally relaxing right yeah mm -hmm. i'm exactly like <sighs> that too um so beyond the daily so obviously you're very interested in journalism we talked a little bit about this before in the interview so you're an anthropology major so you are interested in kind of talking about the culture of people is that what it is explain a little bit about that <laughs> i mean <laughs> that's kind of what it started as and now right. i just now that i know more about journalism after i came when i came to college i had no idea really like i mean i knew that there were news organizations yeah. and people had to work for them but i didn't really know what that meant uh -huh. and now that i know more about the industry like now it, i'm more broadly interested in like 
the news and editing but yeah I'm really I mean I'm interested in stories Mm -hmm. I would say is my like primary interest and I think that's why I was drawn to anthropology because it really allows you to like find everyone's story as a discipline that's kind of like um do you guys know that humans of new york yeah, yeah. It's like this, i love that i love that too it's really cool because he just goes around and takes pictures of people for those of you that don't know he just goes around and takes pictures of people the people in new york or right. wherever country he's in or whatever state he's in he has traveled to a yeah, lot of places, yeah. lot of places. <laughs> and then just photographs people with their permission of course and then just asks them questions and mm-hmm. writes down their stories and it's really cool what a, and I isn't that like a students of UMish or like a humans of UMish or something? I, yeah, like, that? like on Instagram. Maybe, yeah, yeah, I think I've seen something like that. But I think it's really cool to like document all those stories because even on a campus like this, it obviously is less. I mean, in New York, like that is the epicenter of like everyone is there uh, from all different backgrounds. The big but, melting pot. Right, exactly. Yeah. But even here, like there's so many people from different backgrounds and stories that I think it's just cool to sort of get all those different perspectives and, and uh, consolidate it into one place. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Uh-uh. So as a junior, have you been starting to feel the stress of job searching and internships <laughs> and whatnot? Um, I was lucky enough to, before I started this whole crazy experience in January, December, um, get an internship offer for the summer. So oh, awesome. that was like big weight off my shoulders. Yeah. So I'm very excited about that. And Where are you working, if you don't mind? Yeah, um, I'm going to be interning at Bloomberg BNA. It's like a kind of an industry news source in D.C. Um, What a good city. Yeah. (laughs) Love that place. (laughs) Literally the best place. (laughs) I'm really excited to be there. I I mean, I've like visited once or twice, but I've never like lived in D.C. before. So it'll be really fun. Yeah, Yeah. that sounds awesome. Um, So sort of pulling it back into the daily uh you guys have some new investigative initiatives could you speak a little bit about those yeah so like i was saying we're you know one of the only groups that can really like hold the university accountable Mm -hmm. through investigative things like this and so we're really trying to prioritize investigative journalism this year um, and take advantage of that position that we have it's something that we started doing last year a little bit more and now since we've like you know, built up the skills of some reporters. And as a reporter, I did a lot of it. So now, like, I'm trying to teach those skills and, like, build structures that will help other people learn how to do it um, so that we can continue it on even after people leave. Um, But we've started an investigative unit in our our news section. If you guys have seen, like, Spotlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not exactly like that. (laughs) We would totally be kidding ourselves if we said we were. But um, that's kind of what we're trying to model it after. Right just choose like a couple of really big projects and go after them um, for as long as it takes. And, wow. and yeah, it's, it's really, um, it's really hard to do investigative work. It can mm-hmm. be pretty emotionally taxing, but it's so exciting and, right. and just like heartwarming when you see that change that your article makes. So definitely, I think uh, like one of the sort of frustrations that I've heard about investigative journalism, obviously I'm not like a journalist, but something that I, sort of get the vibe is that like it the process is really slow and so it sometimes can be frustrating when yeah. you've been working on like a story or a project for such a long time and you don't feel like you're making a lot of progress but then like you said I feel like once you get to the final product or whatever it might be whenever you like break the whatever that barrier was like it, it is like heartwarming and all that energy and all that work finally comes to pay off I guess absolutely <clears throat> yeah that's really awesome though and I wow I, I like to me I mean I know the dailies like obviously a very well run org and all that but it's like the funding to just have all of those different operations going at one time Mm -hmm. that's like 
it's mind crazy. Blow. You guys are smart with it. Yeah. <laughs> you, guys, you guys have figured it out. Wait, so where do you get a lot of your funding from? Then? We have a, a full-blown business section. It's also run by students. It's totally separate from the editorial, or mostly separate from mm-hmm. the editorial staff, like for all intents and purposes. Um, and they kind of, they do ad sales and marketing, oh. um, some consulting work for local businesses. And that's where we make some of our money also because it's really hard to make money in the media yeah, business yeah. we have we're lucky that we have <laughs> uh, a lot of really awesome donors mm-hmm. and a, like a pretty big endowment of our own that's so awesome that's kind of where we have like a little bit of a fund that's really awesome yeah so sort of following this expansion wave yeah. um how is michigan daily planning to expand multimedia reporting that's also something that we've been focusing a lot on in the last couple of years um it's really important mm-hmm. nowadays like you can't just be words on a paper yeah. mm-hmm. if you want to be an ac- like legitimate media source now. Right. So, um, I mean, we've always had a really strong photo section and we also were beefing up our design section a lot and doing a lot more um, like web design stuff and trying to do that kind of, um, make that kind of product more mm-hmm. accessible to students. And we're also revamping our video section a lot, Ooh, okay. um, which will be really cool. I'm hoping that that's something that really takes off this semester. We have a lot of people that are really passionate about that and also podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> we have a quick plug for our podcast. We have like <laughs> three podcasts now, um, a sports podcast that's really taking off, uh, the Daily Weekly, which is more of like a news podcast, and then um, Arts Interrupted, which is more like featurey. And we also are, are expanding into like newsletters and we have an app that's coming out soon. Wow. So the daily's busy yeah Wait, the daily's really it. busy <laughs> i remember do you remember our interview with sophia oh, with who TV. was the yeah, yeah, yeah. head of old yeah. tv mm-hmm. when she was here last semester she was talking about doing like collab with daily on like mm-hmm. an app and i think that'd be really cool it's like yeah. kind of streamline all of michigan news into one area and some yeah well we haven't really awesome. heard about wolf tv collab <laughs> idea <laughs> we should make it happen <laughs> but but yeah no, it <laughs> definitely um, something to look out for in the future yeah, yeah i think sort of like going off what you were saying like having just a bunch of accessible points to get news for students is huge because like some days i'm feeling like oh i'd love to get that like physical paper but some days i'm like i just want to click on a link and get me to a website you know sort of thing so all those different mediums i could imagine would bring a lot of success yeah this is kind of like a contra not a contradictory but like it's a a question that is opposite of what we just asked you (laughs) um so what would you think is the important or what would you say is the reason we need print media i think print media is just so inherently valuable because there's something to like you know having a physical paper that you can show someone that lasts that like i mean the yeah, internet that's real we say the internet is forever but mm-hmm. like you know the print publication you can hold in your hands you can say here look at this mm-hmm. and i personally think that's so important yeah. yeah, that's how I'm with books. I always love having like the physical yeah. book in my hand. You know, like, like smell. I don't know. That, that sounds <laughs> no, really that's weird. Real. No, I like, like that. <laughs> you know, a lot of teachers put all their readings online. And I'm like, that's cool, but I yeah. get tired when I look at a laptop Same. screen for too long. You exactly. Know? I think there's beauty in looking at things not just from a screen. And that's like what my whole life. Right. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah. I wake up. I read the morning news report from the New York <laughs> Times on my phone. Right. There's no way that I would go and look at a newspaper but that's like my dad's generation and that's like his the generation before that and there's Mm -hmm. like so much history and like also tradition behind that that i think would be really tragic if that was lost so i agree yeah i think i really appreciate that the daily still does prints because not a lot of works do i don't think 
wait, I have an, I have a question now too because the they're literally everywhere. Like there is a <laughs> Michigan Daily like di- like distribution thing everywhere. How do you guys get all those places on campus so early? So we outsource our printing to a printing company in okay. Flint okay. called Michigan Web Press, and they. Um, distribute the paper so they drive out oh. here like early early in the morning and distribute it oh that is so yeah nice. i literally have never gotten anywhere before like before <laughs> the michigan daily the michigan daily will always beat me and yeah. it could be the outskirts of campus and yeah. it's there really. so yeah that's really impressive. we're everywhere i was like i hope those writers are not staying up and then <laughs> like getting out. around campus yeah. at like 5 a.m oh my goodness yeah we during the like terrible snowstorms mm-hmm. the past few days like We've had to get the paper in early so that the printers can drive safely from Flint to Ann Arbor. Yeah. 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 Um, So currently, what are some initiatives that you're working on regarding accessibility at the Michigan Daily? Yeah, that's something that we've been talking about a lot over the past Mm. couple of years because, I mean, we talked about how I work (laughs) literally 50 hours (laughs) a week and you do get paid at the Daily. It's a very small amount, though, Mm -hmm. and it can't like nowhere near sustaining someone um and it's more like ceremonial (laughs) and we have scholarships for our top editors and you can do work study if it like goes in accordance with your work study plan but to get to a point where you can get those financial like helpers Mm -hmm. you need to put in a lot of time Mm -hmm. and that's just not feasible for a lot of people who you know need to work to put themselves through college or just like even people who just want to do other things so we're working on ways that we can like help people be a part of the daily without having and move up in the daily without having to put in so much time at the daily or like just working on more scholarship opportunities and it's a really hard thing um and it's something that we struggle with a lot it's also not just financial accessibility Mm -hmm. but we're also looking at you know something that the daily has historically struggled with is having a very homogenous staff Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so our michigan in color section you know, has done a lot of groundwork for us, you know, making this more of a hospitable space for people of all different kinds of backgrounds, but we're working on making the paper as a whole better. And so we do a lot of workshops. Um, Last weekend, we had the Ginsburg Center come in and do kind of a a workshop about the power that journalism has and how we need to use that for good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, and so I don't know that it's, it's something that we're trying to be transparent about too. Um, Like we do have these problems and we want to get better and and fix them so that we can be the most equitable institution we can be yeah it's kind of like that balance that every org or every Mm -hmm. student group has the trouble doing because it's kind of like i want to increase my engagement increase my like size and whatever like the production or whatever but it's also like i really want everyone to get involved but also we really need that commitment Right. right but also then I don't want to exclude people. It's like this really weird balance mm-hmm. of trying to build that foundation and keep it like strong enough to like yeah. support all these external factors, but also still have like the heart of what that daily, the, what the daily is, yeah. you know? So I mean, it's good to have that reality check that like this is happening all over campus. The daily's mm-hmm. not alone in this. Yeah. So we should be reaching out to other people more. Maybe a lot of, liaison oh, wow. <laughs> Literally. There's so many initiatives. CSG. Um, no, yeah. Like the liaison program is doing stuff like that. The net plan is huge. Um, which is like our, uh, sort of like 
inclusivity and equity project that we're sort of working on um, and just making sure that orgs are if they if they want to be if they really want to step up to the plate like the dailies you know taking active steps and being proactive about it if the orgs want to do something like that and, and make their um, org like you said a more hospitable and welcoming space for people of all different identities then they're able to do that sort of through um what lloyd has been working on wow shout out to lloyd <laughs> um but yeah no it's that's that's really yeah. great and i think it's important because i think all people look to get involved in so many different ways and making sort of like paving the way making it a little bit easier right, is a right. huge step yeah. um so the million dollar question what should we be looking forward to this year with the daily what's your like so vision? many things yeah <laughs> too many um one big thing is the app where our web team has a finished app um but we're kind of like making some last minute tweaks and so that will be in the app store for ios really soon um we're also starting some newsletters which should also be coming soon so you, you said that you read the morning news report from the yes, new york I times <laughs> so now you can get your campus news too Ooh. um so that is something to look out for and also just i mean we do like work every single day right. that is really impactful for the university so just yeah. like look out for more of that because we're not stopping anytime soon <laughs> the daily's gonna be everywhere they are <laughs> i really <laughs> i really really love the work you guys are doing thank you so much i really like it yeah. because not only if you think about it it's like it's like a small city it really it's like is. you have like <laughs> the you know the small little gears and like the cogs of making sure that everything mm -hmm. is well funded and it's rotating and it's being very efficient and you're getting articles but then you also have people you know living out their dream of being a columnist yeah. or writing about um, sports or like yeah. satirical things and i think it's just a really good opportunity for all those writers out there that want to get involved maya's making paving the way <laughs> to make it so, easier yeah. and the daily itself yeah. is they're making it easier for people to get yeah. involved so yeah there's literally something for everyone at the daily you don't need to be a writer you don't need to be like interested in media even it's yeah. just a really cool amazing. place i love that wow my wow. heart feels what so a good warm <laughs> amazing that was amazing well that is actually the end of our interview thank oh, you yeah. so much for having me this <laughs> thanks for being great. here yeah, thank you so much for being here and we always look forward to hearing w me and jacob we learn new things every, week. every single week always some nuggets so of wisdom great. in every interview i know literally, every, every time after somebody leaves we're always like Wow. <laughs> Moment of silence, but we loved it. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, and thank you to all our listeners for tuning in to this week's episode. Be sure to check out Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify for the next episode of What's the Mish?